0: Hey, everybody. It's Matt Johnson. We're back with another episode of the Level Up podcast. This is a mini episode where we do a deep dive on one specific topic. So we're going to go for 10, 12 minutes here on on developing talent. And you'll see more of these episodes in the future kind of sprinkled in along with the high level like mastermind in-depth interviews and conversations that we have with some of the leading influencers and coaches and agents across the country. So you'll start to see more of these show up in your iTunes feed uh, for the Level Up podcast. So before we jump into the topic, let's uh, welcome back Greg Harrelson. Greg, how are you and how was your holiday?
1: Man, I'm doing great. Holiday was uh, fantastic. Had a lot of good time with the family. I will have to say uh, from a business standpoint, it was the busiest December I've probably ever experienced. So uh, I don't think I really got much of a break. I didn't really need one, though.
0: (laughs) That's all right. (laughs) Didn't really want one. <laughs> that I kind of get that sense. Yeah, I was gonna say you've yeah. taken some uh, you've taken some long vacations uh, last year, and I know it's, it seem, seems like you're either working while you're on vacation, or if you're not, you're crawling up the wall waiting to get well, back into the thick of things.
1: Yeah, you, and, and let me just make this one statement: I don't work, and and I say this to people all the time, and people mm-hmm. like they call BS on me all the time. They're like, "You're always working." I said, "You know what? When I go play basketball." You know, to some people, it may appear that I'm working, but when I'm out there working my butt off, I'm actually playing. And that's how I think about real estate. I really don't work. This is just a game that I enjoy playing. I'm a pa- I'm passionate about it. So it's not that I'm a workaholic. I'm an actual playaholic. I just play the game of real estate all the time.
0: it's nice. a great way to look at it. Love it. Uh, yeah, that's that's one thing I'm working on just in myself and with, uh, with some of the stuff that I'm doing on, on my other podcast is... Really focusing on making business fun and focusing on enjoying the process and not uh, and that's a whole other road to go down on another episode. But just you don't have to wait to enjoy it until you hit certain goals. You can enjoy the journey on the way to get there, and that's what I like about that approach: is have fun doing it. You're actually more likely to get there than if you make yourself miserable on the way there.
1: Yeah, let's let's deep di- let's uh, dig deep on that another time because I've. Yeah. got some good thoughts on that
0: yeah uh well let's talk about developing talent so so tell me a little bit about what 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 kind of brought that to your mind and why it's been on your mind lately because i know a lot of people ask you about it and it's part of yeah. kind of the process of going from agent to entrepreneur so obviously it fits into the theme of the show but what kind of brought it to mind
1: you know so i get a lot of questions uh, about you know gosh greg you seem to have a lot of agents that are doing very well they my our per person production is very high I've got, you know, in my market, in the Myrtle Beach market, if you take the top 50 agents, 11 of the top 50 are in my office. So you look at that's that's a little bit over 20% of the top agents are in my office. And out of those top agents, the majority of them never had a license before we ever met. So that's the key, and, 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 and to uh, or that's just something that people notice a lot, and they ask me a lot of questions about it, like, how in the world are these people producing at such a high level? And they just started a year ago or, or 24 months ago. So that mm-hmm. question kept coming up, especially from the video that I did with Jeff Manson on the Keeping It Real on Location when he yeah. came over here. Um, yeah. People started seeing that video, and, and I, I got flooded with questions on that pretty, pretty much something subject matter. Gotcha. You know, so, um, you know, and and people ask me, um, well, Greg, you know, so you're in the real estate business. And I say, well, really, I'm not in the real estate business. I'm in the business of developing talent. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm really passionate about. So when we talk about this as a game, not a business, it's one of those things where it's like the game that I'm playing is to see how many agents that I can kind of bring on and help them develop into top producers. And I won't define what a top producer is because I think that's an individual thing, but whatever they would define it as, my job is to help them get, you know, to get to that place. And that's what my goals are.
0: Okay. All right. So we know that you're not looking at developing talent in the sense of bringing people that are already successful or would have been already successful and just recruiting them over to your office to do what they were already doing. Under your umbrella because you're you're bringing yeah. you mentioned a lot of people are you know not even licensed before they they came to you so a lot of times you're starting from scratch.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's I, I call it uh, creating uh, building top producers from scratch. Now it doesn't mean that if somebody's already experienced and they're doing thirty transactions, do I believe I can get them to a hundred transactions without a doubt. It's just, you know, so developing talent is doesn't it doesn't really mean that they have to be new. It just means that we take we go from where they are and then we help develop them to the next level and the next level and the next level beyond that. You know, taking them. I like to take real estate agents to a level where they actually didn't believe was even possible. Mm -hmm. It's easy to get to somebody to a level that they believe is possible. But what's fun is when you can actually change what they see is possible and then get them to achieve that. That's the fun stuff.
0: Interesting. Okay. So when you you first start working with somebody, is that one of your initial kind of goals is to expand what they think is possible? Or do you start by working within what they think is possible and then wait until they've kind of established some rhythm some some performance yeah. in their in their environment first what, what do you focus on
1: that perfect question it's a great question um so no i won't even have the conversation of trying to expand their mindset in the beginning you okay. know so think of it as a a, a tribe i want to get into their tribe mm-hmm. and get into their world and be one of them before i want to introduce them to a new tribe a new world and ask them to join that so the first thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to bring that person in and I'm just going to get to know them, their strengths, weaknesses, their desires, their wants, their, their, their needs, if there is a such thing as a need, and, mm-hmm. and really just get an understanding of what is it that's going to make their heart sing. Like mm-hmm. if you accomplish this in your business, then, and, or if your heart was singing because mm-hmm. of what you accomplished, then tell me what it is that you accomplished, and I want to know that. Like like not, I, I, you know, I'd really like to, you know, make $50,000 or $100,000 or $200,000. See, that's not what the heart sings. That's just what your mind tells you you need to do a little bit better than how you're doing. I want to know, like, what's important about that 50, 100, 200, or $500,000? Like, how are you going to actually really make a difference in your life or someone else's life? Because we know money's nothing more than a currency that we trade for something else. I want to mm-hmm. know what the something else is. So then because at that time when I know what's deep in their heart and what they really want to accomplish, I can constantly motivate them Because that's what's at the end. That's the end of the rainbow is their dreams. So I Mm -hmm. want to get into their world in the beginning, get an understanding of what are they really trying to accomplish. But I've Mm -hmm. got to assess their strengths and weaknesses. And instead of focusing in the beginning on on strengthening their weaknesses, I'm going to focus on leveraging their strengths in the beginning. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I can leverage their strengths faster than strengthening their weaknesses. And if I leverage their strengths, I can get to revenue inflow of income faster. And then when I get to income faster, then watch how their mindset changes. Now they have more confidence, they become more coachable, and then we can go experience on different things.
0: Yeah, it's it's interesting you take that approach because I, I think probably most people's if they're just getting into hiring and bringing on agents, I think most people's reaction or, or first instinct is to try to get people emotionally motivated and fired up by the possibilities that they see for that person. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm. And, and like you said, trying to get them to mentally and emotionally join a whole new tribe. Yeah. So you're taking the, the, the opposite approach and you're starting with really digging into that person's mind and that person's heart and figuring out what, what registers internally as success to them before you worry about like trying to expand their horizons and get them fired up about something that you're excited that you can see for them in their future.
1: hundred percent. I mean, it comes down to trust. And so instead of meeting somebody new and say, hey, come on over here and follow me, Which, you know, Mm -hmm. I want them to follow me, but I'm not going to take that approach. I'm going to say, hey, let me me get to know you. Like, Mm -hmm. let me honor you by actually caring and wanting to get to know you. And then go get in your world. Now, once I get in your world and I understand you better, I understand what's really, you know, what, what your fears are and what you're excited about, what you're, you're pissed off about. Once I know all that and you know that I know all that because it's in your tribe where you get to learn whether or not I really care about you. And you're going to, so I, you're, and when you really start to feel, wow, this guy has a genuine interest in me because he was willing to get on my level then now mm-hmm. we're gonna establish rapport and trust at a whole nother level. So then mm-hmm. when I say, hey, now let's go over here and attempt this, then they're more likely to follow.
0: Gotcha, okay, perfect. Okay, um, in the last couple of minutes that we have left on to go and in deep into this topic, give me, give me maybe two or three areas where where you, Greg Harrelson, look at, at your agents and you say, okay, I want to get the maximum return on my time, right? So you want to take your own personal time as the leader and you want to get the maximum value and impact out of investing that time in your agents. So what are two or three areas that you look at first to get that maximum return on time?
1: So the, the the maximum the the first three things that I can think of is number one, we gotta learn scripts. Whether or not they're going to prospect, whether or not they're gonna work centers of influence, whether or not they're gonna take an active outbound approach or do some sort of marketing and try to attract inbound leads. No matter what their generation strategies are, I need them to learn the language of real estate. That's number one, because no matter what actions they take, at the end of the day, every transaction is going to come from a conversation, no matter how you get into the conversation. So, number one, I want them to master the conversation of real estate, number one. Number two, I want them to immediately immediately engage in some lead generation activities. Now, if you're going to be a little bit more passive and you want to go do open houses, then I'm going to start coaching you on how to do 15 open houses or four open houses on the same weekend. And here's just a a way that you're going to blitz it. Now, remember, step one, you're going to have the conversation. So if you're doing open houses or you're doing cold calling or working expires, whatever you choose to do, that I know that we're going to get better conversion because you know the conversation. So Mm -hmm. know the conversation number one. Number two, uh, commit to some lead generating activities. No matter what they are, have a very specific commitment that can be measured. Step number three, track your numbers. If I could say three things it's learn the conversation start generating and track your numbers because tracking our numbers is going to tell us how we're doing inside of the lead generation activities with the conversations we're currently having and if we look at those those uh, tracking the numbers and we see that some of the numbers are off then what we can do is go back to either changing the activity or changing the conversation if we stay in those three areas for the first couple of months, so the first 90 days or six months, we can break through and already be on, on track to double somebody's business just if we'll commit to those three things.
0: And, and as the leader, how, how do you look at the frequency of how often you check in and have like one-on-one or small group conversations to monitor those three things?
1: Well, so as w- the way that I'm doing it is, I'm, they're reporting their numbers every week. And every Tuesday, I'm getting a big book. What's well, emailed to me? It used to be a, uh, printed. Now it's emailed to me, but it's assume it's a numbers book. And I can actually scan the numbers of all these agents, um, of any of the agents that I want to right there on the spot. And I've looked at so many numbers that I can look at them and look at the ratios. And I know if that ratio is this, I already mm-hmm. ma- uh, can narrow it down to two to three things they need to be coached on. So then, I'll go ahead, send them a text, call them, email them, and say that. And then once a month, they're getting a monthly recap with year-to-date totals sent to them every single month. That's got here's a snapshot of your numbers. So I'm looking at it weekly. They're looking at it monthly, and we're using that as a trigger to gain to to engage in more conversation, coaching conversations.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, that's a phenomenal, phenomenal like framework for how to think of things and how to lead agents so you've got three specific things to work on work with them on and then when they track those things then you can from a high level look at it and go and look at the ratios and know exactly what they need to be coached on then you step in and do very like hyper targeted one-on-one either phone text or whatever like very short coaching conversations to help them improve that one specific like key ratio or whatever that you see them needing improvement on
1: so list an appointment to listings taken ratio Mm-hmm. If their list and appointments are two or, or list and appointments are 10 and they only took two, they're only at 20 percent, then mm-hmm. there's only a few things we need to discuss. Number one, um, tell me what your definition of a lead is, because they may be setting appointments on people that are not even motivated. So that would right. be one thing. So how do you define an appointment and what a, a hot lead is? So mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, now that changes their conversion. And I said, when you do go on those appointments, you know, share with me what your listing presentation is. Yeah. So if I just look at those two things, the definition of a lead and the quality of the list and presentation, and and focus on those two things within that one number, we can Mm -hmm. take that 20% conversion and get it to 60% conversion. Imagine that, getting six out of 10 versus two out of 10. You're going on the same amount of appointments. (laughs) You're just making way more money.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and for anybody that's listening that is... um, not quite to the point of managing like a team of agents yet, but they want to get there One of the most important things you can do for yourself is track your own numbers and start to get a sense of Of how to have a direct control over the ratios just for yourself before you start coaching other people on that So just wanted to point that out. Well, let's wrap this one up real quick. Uh, greg How do people reach out and connect with you?
1: Hey, just reach out to me at gregherlson at gmail.com If you uh, if you can do any if if I can uh, answer any questions for you Be glad Perfect. to It's just a game
0: that's right. And then for the, uh, for the podcast itself, make sure to go to the level You've got links to where you can go anywhere and you can, you know, watch uh, previous episodes. You can watch the YouTube video versions, or you can actually go directly to iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube and subscribe to the audio or video versions, depending on your format. And with that being said, thank you so much, Guys, We'll see you on the next
1: episode of the level up podcast.